Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Samantha Mahoney, sharing a thought for the day. This is a continuation of my last podcast where I began to speak about how you can see in the spirit. Everything, though, starts in the imagination. It does take a little bit of work to begin to work through that imagination, to begin to cleanse it, so that what you see through the gateway of revelation is not tainted by a defiled imagination. How do you defile imagination? By what you allow into your gateways, your eye gateways, your ear gateways, through your touches, through all your senses in your body. Now, how I see is totally different to how my husband Grant sees. He sees more clearly in the realm of the spirit than he does in the natural, which is how he knows which realm he's looking into. I have started to develop that seeing and what you do is you use the word as a gateway. In my last podcast, I began to look at Ezekiel and I looked at what the throne looks like, what some of the creatures around the throne look like. It talks about how I see the Lord. He is high and lifted up. The train of his robe fills the temple and the temple is filled with smoke. And there's these beings that are around there, around the throne. And when they cry out, holy, 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 the such is the frequency of their voice that the doorposts shake. Smoke fills the whole temple. And I began to ask you to use your imagination in that exercise. What I did when I started that process is I took a pen and paper and I drew what was in my imagination from what the word was telling me. So the word is a great place to start seeing in the spirit. You use it as a gateway to see. You just take some of the things that are in the word. Many people say, I'm so scared to see in the spirit because all I see is demons and bad stuff. So then start with the word. Take the word, pick a verse and allow your imagination to meditate. What does meditate mean? It means to chew on the word. It means to remember. It means to ponder on all of these things. Meditation actually is used 14 times in the Bible. This is not a new age word. This is in the Bible, okay? But we want to go through the correct source. We want to go through the correct doorway, and that doorway is only Yeshua. And we want to make sure that we are following godly protocols so that what we are seeing is based on the original pattern and not a twisted counterfeit pattern that the enemy would try to seduce us into. Everything that I do in the spirit is by faith. And Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That's what faith is. What you're hoping for is being certain of what you don't see. So when you start to practice seeing in the realm of the spirit, that's how you do it. You step in by faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6 talks about the importance of this step. It says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, I'm just trying to encourage those of us who say we don't see. It says, we live by faith not by sight. Okay, so faith is the first ingredient in beginning to see in the realm of the spirit. When you start to step out in faith, I'm telling you stuff is shifting in the spirit realm, whether or not you see it. It's because that faith begins to move those mountains. I don't have the attitude because I don't see like Grant does or like Ian Clayton does or other great generals in the body of Christ, doesn't mean that I don't do it. I'm practicing. I have to develop. For Grant, he says, 
from the time he was about three years old, he can remember incidents of seeing in the realm of the spirit. He remembers this. How did he do it? If you ask him, give me your pathway. How do you see? Teach me how to do what you do. He's going to say, I don't know how to teach you because I haven't followed a pathway. This has been a gift that was given to me from young and I've just kept using it because if you don't use it, you lose it, right? So don't go, well, don't compare yourself to others and go, well, I don't see like this person does. The word says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to a mountain or this mountain. So it's the faith, not the seeing that moves it. But so that's where all of your seeing is going to start in, in that realm of faith. I always remember about, about 20 five-ish years ago we were in a meeting and Grant said to me and I was so jealous he said to me I've seen this being he is crazy looking his eyes are like fire when I look at his eyes all I see is fire now I'm explaining something to you now so if you can use your imagination you're going to see this being okay so stay with me he says I see this being his eyes are like fire he his head is bald on the top part, but at the bottom it has a very long ponytail. This guy is, um, he's got scars all over his body. He has two swords because he's all about offense, not defense. His, and he's full of scars because he's been in many battles. And he kept seeing this being and he kept saying to him, who are you? Why are you revealing yourself to me? Because obviously they reveal themselves to you because there's something that you need to do with it. And for about, let me think, about five to seven years, he would see this being on and off and he would keep saying, what is your name? And he said, this being looked at him like he crawled out of a piece of cheese and was a bit smelly. He says he didn't give him the time of day. He just stared Grant down with these eyes of fire. And one day, Grant was in the shower and he saw this being again and he said, who are you? And finally, the being answered him and said, I am Uriel, which means the fire of God. He's all about business. This guy is serious business. Why did he choose to reveal himself to Grant in that time? It was because we were being prepared for ministry and in the beginning when he first started to see Uriel. We were being prepared for ministry to step into the ministry that God had called us to, which turned out to be Moed Ministries. Moed means the set time. And we had to be in position. We had to go through a bunch of testing to see, are we ready for these garments for our next season in ministry? And we had to first serve other people's ministries. And I honestly believe if you can't serve somebody else's vision, you'll never be given your own because you've got to prove faithful in the small things before he, you prove faithful in the bigger things. And so we be, he began to see this, this angel. And what we found out as we began ministry, we were engaging with the mountain of Moed Ministries. Because you have a mountain, and this is in previous podcasts that I've done. You have a family mountain if you have children, if you have a spouse. It's, it's your sphere of influence. It's a governmental structure. So when I say mountain, that's what I'm talking about. But we had the launching 
of our ministry mountain, Moed ministry. It had to be birthed into the earth. And so as we're engaging with this mountain, doing all the things that you need to do, following protocols to birth this mountain, this ministry mountain into the earth, we again see Uriel. Grant sees Uriel. He comes into the courts of heaven and he comes with a canopy of six other angels who come into the courts before God, standing behind Uriel. Uriel marches up to the throne. He gives gives God a nod saying, I accept this assignment. And he and those six angels walk out and we knew that they had been assigned to our ministry. They were already watching long in advance of us starting that ministry to see, do we fit the garments? Are we ready for our assignment? Have we taken up the call and agreed to the call? So I've just explained a supernatural being, Uriel. I hope that while I was describing him as per Grant's description, that you started to see him in the realm of the spirit. I know, again, when I do something by faith, that stuff gets actioned in the spirit realm. So now we had, um, we've been assigned our angelic canopy and we start to go all over the world as speakers. We got invited into various parts of the world and we would go over, but we would always engage with this being. We're supposed to work with the angelic so that we bring kingdom purposes into the earth so that God's will is established in the earth. So whenever we would go into a new territory, we try to follow the protocol of that territory. We would acknowledge the angelic being. People always ask us, what is the um, demonic principality that sits over different areas? We don't go in looking for the demonic principality. We know that there is an angelic principality that sits over over each territory and that is who we want to engage with and so as we would come into a territory where we would acknowledge whoever that angelic canopy was that was over that state if we were in the U.S. or over that country um, and we would exchange the paperwork we would engage with our angel Uriel and say would you exchange the paperwork from heaven that gives us the commission and the permission to be in this territory. We come in in the name of the Lord. We come in to do assignments and we want to work with the angelic canopy that sits over that area. We have seen massive things shift as we began to engage with this process. I remember we went into Texas into Austin, Texas, and we had a really, really small group, maybe about 15 people that came to one of the conferences that we put on. And I began to walk over the map. They had a they had a little preschool in the building that we were hiring. And the preschool had a carpet in their school and it was the map of the United States. And I began to walk over that map and begin to travel. And begin to pray that God's presence would begin to come into the land. And I stuck on Texas. And I began to draw circles on the ground in Texas and put my finger on it. Then we found out, well, then at at the end of that conference, we heard that there was a filibuster to do with um, abortions. Um, the uh, The House, I think, of Representatives were there and they were wanting to say, we don't want the abortion law to go through. And someone had done a filibuster to take up the time of that 
meeting so that it was sabotaged and us as a group just 15 of us in agreement because 10 of you is an assembly you can shift anything that is a governmental number right there and we began to pray anyway it went through that all I think except five abortion clinics had to close down in the area so when you go into territory and you engage in the proper protocol to do with the angelic you can shift national stuff and it's not you it's you you working with the angelic according to your scroll and according to your assignment. So this is very important. So we go into Reno. We go to do a conference there. My husband and I, we were the only speakers at this conference. I was going to be opening up the meeting. And so as worship is going and we're engaging in worship, I thought, let me follow the protocol. And I sat back. I sat down on my seat. Grant was standing worshiping. And I just began to engage with our angel Uriel and the angel over Reno. And as I began to engage, I was just saying, swap the paperwork that comes from the kingdom that allows us and gives us the permission to come and do stuff in this nation um, and in this particular area. And Grant sat down next to me. Remember, I'm doing this all by faith at this point. I know what Uriel looks like. I know what the protocol of the kingdom looks like. Grant sits down next to me and he says, I don't know why we are seeing Uriel, but he is standing in front of us. He has a sword. Remember, he carries two, one on each of our shoulders, and he is commissioning us for Reno and the work that we have to establish in the land, the hearts of the people. He is sort of confirming our assignment there. And he said, I don't know why I'm seeing this, but he's here. And I said to him, well, I know why he's here. It's because I'm speaking with him right now. And so there you see you do stuff and don't be put off or discouraged if you don't see clearly like I'm explaining that Grant sees in the spirit realm. You step out by faith because you are shifting things in the spirit realm. So, you know, we, we sometimes have pathways. We hear speakers like Ian Clayton and he gives us some great anchors for you to begin to practice because seeing is a practice that when you do it often enough, it becomes second nature to you. And so what he would do, Ian Clayton, is he would say, I want you to practice stepping out of the realm of the natural into the realm of the spirit because that's where you have to see we have to follow Yeshua's example where he said I only do that which I see my father doing and so we have to step into another realm of the spirit if we're going to see what Yahweh is telling us to do and so what Ian Clayton would say here's an anchor here's something for you to begin to practice now you are practicing with it because um, and it's, and it's a, a practice that you do in the physical, in the natural realm. Why? So that you can get your body, your soul, and your spirit engaged with the exercise. A three-strand cord is not easily broken. You want your body, your soul, and your spirit in agreement with this anchor that you are practicing in the natural and in the spirit. And he would say, I want you to do this. I want you to stand in front of your curtains. And he said, and I want you to pull those curtains open. And as you pull them open, I want you to see that as being you separating by faith the different realms between the natural and the spiritual. And then he says, I want you to take a step forward. Okay, now you're probably banging to the glass or whatever it is. So be careful when you're doing this. But he said, I want you to take a step forward. And as you take a step forward, remember, we're doing this by faith. You say, Father, by faith, I step out of the natural 
into the spirit where you are. I am a spirit being. And so my spirit access, accesses that realm that was made available to me through the blood of Yeshua, through the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. And when you stepped through those curtains, I want you to close the curtains behind you. Okay, so that you cut off from the realm of the natural. Now just take a few minutes to ponder what is there. Look around, engage your imagination, ask God to sanctify it, engage your imagination and see what am I seeing in this realm. And don't be quick to come out of it. Give yourself a good chance to practice seeing in the spirit realm. And then whatever you see, because a lot of people say, well, how do I know if what I'm seeing is actually in the realm of the spirit and it's not just me and it's going to bring death or it's going to bring destruction because it's not actually truth. So what I say is whatever you're seeing, ask for the fire of God to purge it because whatever is wood, hay or stubble, whatever is from the natural realm cannot survive that fire. But whatever is gold, silver and precious stones will endure that fire. And then you know, if you re-engage it and you go, actually what I saw last time, it's still staying in my spirit. Then you know that what you've seen has actually been from the realm of the spirit. So you stand there with those curtains closed behind you, engaging with the spirit realm, asking God to show you the mysteries and the secrets from that realm, because you've got to only do what you see your father doing. Then by faith, you open those curtains again and you say, Father, I'm stepping back out of the realm of the spirit. I'm bringing all of those things that you've just shown me in that place. And I step back and you physically take a step back and I step back into the realm of the natural of the earth. Now teach me how to walk out what you've just shown me. What do I do with what you have just shown me? Because it's not just for you. It's to actually execute something on the earth because we have to make it on earth as it is in heaven so there's some practice points for you to begin to work on engaging by faith stepping in do an anchor do a physical thing where you get your spirit your soul and your body involved in the process until it becomes a normal part of your life i bless you today and i bless you as you continue to experience the kingdom of god